Hey, man. You got something to eat up in there? We hungry. Spoilers review of Too Fast, Too Furious won't leave you hungry, bruh. This is spoilers. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> bruh. We are here to spoil and review Too Fast, Too Furious. This is Josh. I'm recording in my basement in Goshen, Indiana. And who was it that picked the first one? Just the fast me. When Jordan picked this, first I thought it was a brother's long. I thought it was a punishment movie. And then it wasn't. So then I knew I had to watch it. And I went through like the five stages of grief. And like I had never seen these movies. But here we are reviewing our third. And Jordan, do you remember your brother Jordan from North Carolina? Do you remember watching these when they came out at all? Uh, no. I watched these like partially years later. I don't actually remember seeing this one now that I've watched it all the way through. Um, I feel like I've seen parts on like T- TBS on a Sunday hungover, but yeah. Pappy. You're getting quite upset with the spoilers <laughs> movie selection right now. Can you fill us in? Yeah, that's fair to say. Um, I am Pappy, and, and I'm going to be a little bit more subdued tonight. Uh, true story. I, I don't know my neighbors. Um, I record in a very small apartment building, but I swear to God, <laughs> just the other night, I heard someone walk by and say, he was doing a racist Japanese accent. <laughs> <laughs> talking about me <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna try to keep it calm i'm not gonna get too upset not gonna shout but yeah you're right i, I fucking hate these movies so much <laughs> so everyone the goal is to rile pappy up so this neighbors call the cops on him tonight <laughs> so, he's so disappointed. he was doing a racist japanese accent i'm like oh no it's me <laughs> Stevie, you call Pappy your best friend. Why? That's your that's your intro question. <laughs> that's funny Jeez. racist Japanese jokes. <laughs> Actually, I got a I got a real question for you though, Stevie. You were so okay, pumped with it. when I picked Too Fast, Too Furious at the end of last pod. I won trivia, and now in the thread, you're super poo pooey about this. What's up? I was drinking pretty heavily when I when I did like the Let's Go. I was kind of drunk at that point. And then I watched this movie. This movie had to have been written by a 10-year-old. It's the only thing that makes sense. All right, all right, all right. Fire them up. We go live in five. It's time for ignition and straight-up automobile pimping. Like, I'm, like, the first 20 minutes of this movie, you're just going, this is why Vin Diesel passed on this. Like, it's bad. It's hard to watch. So yeah, I was pretty poo-poo on it. I'll admit it. And it had a sobering effect upon you, I guess. (laughs) It was so sobering. I was like, oh my god, who wrote this? (laughs) Mikey, bring us home and tell us... uh, I know you got a new car recently. You want to give us some of the specs on that? Uh, How many many tanks of NOS? (laughs) (laughs) Currently, zero tanks of NOS. Uh... (laughs) Trying to get that upgrade. You gotta win a couple street races to get those tanks. Um, yeah, it's just a gray uh, 2016 Jetta. I like it a lot. It's nice. Um, just got it. Pretty new. It's pretty sweet. Is that your second Jetta? 
It's his third uh, Jetta. It's like my, yeah, it's like my third or fourth. Oh, wow. shit. Does it have an ejector seat? <laughs> no ejector seat. It wasn't standard. Ejecto seato. <laughs> like a Harry Potter spell. Ejecto seato. <laughs> so, as spoilers, uh, our, you know, what we'll do for you is we'll go through this plot and we'll kind of relive the movie and then we'll review it, give it a yes or no, then play trivia to see who gets to pick the next Fast and the Furious movie in the franchise, if they so choose. <laughs> Hint. But um, anyway. This movie starts off with a lot of Luda, and I don't know if I'm editing this episode, but maybe I'll put some Luda on in the background, but uh, Stevie, you at least watched the first 20 minutes, you said, so maybe you can um, fill us in on what's happening here as Luda's, I don't know, he's like throwing a party? So Luda owns and runs this car shop, much like Dom in the first one, and is down in Miami this time. And they're about to run a street race in the middle of... I can only imagine it's a suburb of Miami. Because if you, anyone who's ever been to Miami knows it's one of the most crowded cities there is at all hours. The traffic like it, is insane. There's it no is way you can always happening in Miami. I love that place. And for them to be able to block out streets and have no one around is ridiculous. First off. But, um, yeah, they want to do a race. And they start blocking shit off. And there's only three cars. And Luda's... <laughs> Luda's like, we need a fourth! And he does this thing where he's like, no matter who I call. It's like such audience bait bullshit. And I love the part where he calls Paul Walker and he's like, you in a race, man? He's like, yeah, you know I need the money. Well, if you need the money, how do you come downtown with $3,500? Like, come on. Hey, that's only three tanks of NOS. Only three he's tanks, exactly. <laughs> we, all, we all knew it was going to be Paul Walker who... Uh showed up i mean am i right but i what i wanted to throw to you and maybe a little bit of a diversion tactic for this movie but if you guys could have chose anyone any actor to get out of that car when that time was right who would you have actually wanted in this role ryan gosling as the driver <laughs> and then the eva mendez <laughs> thing would have been so awesome too you'd have that <laughs> extra layer on top of it like for that time frame josh or like anyone like from now like, who yeah. was, like, big at the time? Just whoever. Well, I mean, I think it'd have to be The Rock at that point. He was huge at that point. Or Jason Statham, Transporter. Ooh, was like a comes cool out as Frank. Movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Careful, guys. The, the franchise will steal those ideas. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they end that up That comes in the later. <laughs> Mikey, this uh, scene turns into a race because Paul Walker shows up as the fourth driver. Um, who wins the race? Uh, yeah, it's uh, obviously Paul Walker. He's the best driver. He goes uh, into a sort of, uh, what is he, autistic uh, superpower <laughs> of street racing. Um, it's kind of like his gift or whatever. So he wins the race, and he's going in slow-mo, and he's double-fisting NOS cans. And he's <laughs> eating tuna, double-fisting NOS. Yeah, and so we're, I don't know, it's actually a pretty crappy race because uh, it looks awful. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of CGI, and it doesn't look much better than, like, a PlayStation 2 game, so it looks pretty bad. Uh, but, like, we're in the home stretch of this race, and Ludacris has, like, one more th trick up his sleeve, and he's like, hey, press the button to his guy or whatever, and they lift a, a bridge 
uh, that they have to fly across, and everybody uh, was not expecting that. But Brian kind of goes with it. And, Jesus. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> right into the mic. Good was God. It was completely away. I was ignoring all of those. Uh, but he launches <laughs> off the ramp and uh, somehow does not die uh, landing his car and then uh, crosses first across the finish line. Was that when he does like the he jumps over the other car in midair? And I was thinking like Ludacris is kind of like the genie in this movie. He like does a lot of the music and he like just grants wishes anytime Paul Walker like calls him. $10,000. <laughs> I kind of love it in thinking of it that way, but um Pappy this is where the movie for me gets real muddy and it doesn't even seem like they're trying. Um, mm-hmm. Paul Walker gets caught by the cops right after this winning this match. Yeah. Can you explain like how many denarii it costs to get the pod racer <laughs> for the child? So, yeah, he, uh, the, the FBI supplies the felon, um, the, what are they? The customs supplies, the helicopters and one way or another, uh, everyone gets arrested. So no, it's like Paul Walker is the only man for the job, I guess. And he links up with the old, uh, the guy from the last movie, um, the police chief guy. I don't know his name. Um, he plays police chief in every movie. Just call him police chief. That's fine. Police chief. Yeah. And, and basically, uh, they say, well, we need you to use your driving skills, which have improved immeasurably since the first film to, uh, <laughs> to infiltrate, uh, the, this gangster guy, and then, then they try to like pair him with some guy who has like a giant double gulp in his hand, and Paul Walker's like, "Nah, I need my boy. <laughs> He's the only other man for the job." Nah, bro. Nah, bro. So this is clearly script B. That was like no Vin Diesel. This is like mm-hmm. backup critical thinking time. Like, is there any? Why wasn't Vin Diesel in this? What was going on? You what was he the doing? Script. And turned it down. Twenty. <laughs> he turned it down. He read the script. Oh, for real? For really? real? Yeah. It was that much oh. money too. I would have like loved that. to heard his Good like script God. breakdown of why it was shit. That'd have been amazing to be in the room that day. I mean, it is a pretty bad movie. To think that he delivered I mean, such genius lines, such as "You never yeah. had your car" in the first one. <laughs> that's a pretty. That's like a pretty. Uh, that's a. Like a point of pride, I guess. Then stand up guy. Do the first one and then to turn this one down, it's not like it's that much better. And the third one. Root has some artistic integrity. That's very <laughs> Josh, do you I know you like to make fun of Vin Diesel and your favorite is not is not never had your car. It's like your favorite thing to say. Not even the line. But uh don't do ruin you, trivia, guys. No, no, I, I just want to say it back. I I thought that like the first movie like the whole scene with they're they're washing dishes and drinking Corona, as cheesy and stupid as it is, it gives that film some kind of a heart. Like, do you think that this movie could have used a little bit of Baby Groot in it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it could have used Vin Diesel as an actor because the actors in this movie are really bad, and Vin, Vin Diesel would be a huge step up. But I think they tried to play that buddy aspect with Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it tried to go extreme and it lost I'm, i am man i'm gonna kill myself for saying this later but it lost what was that really the true heart of the fast and furious franchise to be 
This movie doesn't yeah. even have its car. This movie never even had its heart. <laughs> Jordan, the, we smash cut into Paul Walker. They were at a, whatever those derby things are called. Like a what, dirt what bag derby. Demolition yeah. derby. Demolition derby. Thank you. Do they have those and in Warsaw, Indiana? I forget what they're called. I haven't been to one since I it's was at five. the county fair every year, Jordan. Twisted Metal oh. Death Tournament. <laughs> Stevie, is that your Cole Hauser Boston accent? I don't know what the fuck that was. I'm just trying to make this interesting. Like, going through the plot is killing my spirit, so it's just go. Tough. Jordan, is there anything See, you in the, this movie? Maybe just talk about Tyrese's intro. I mean, they just make him out to be like this kind of hard-ass guy, but then it becomes very clear that he's not because... Uh, our boy Brian like whips his ass in the sand in like the lamest friend fight you've ever seen. It's kind of sexy. Uh, it's, yeah, that's <laughs> two beefcakes rolling around in the dirt. Beefcake. Now you should appreciate this, Stevie. This is a page out of Point Break's book with like the beach mm. and tackling each other and rolling all around. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, that or Rocky Three. You can compare it to either of those two. So give it some props. No. Say say one nice thing. <laughs> one nice thing about the movie. Can you can you give the guy can you give him props for wearing his probation anklet outside of his pants? Oh my god. How ridiculous. How did he even how does he put on his pants each morning? Is he, did he one have leg to at wear a time, man. One leg at a time. He like tucks it down between the <laughs> like it takes like fifteen minutes to get it through. So, Pappy, since you're our cop FBI expert, why? what's That's the true. deal they're offering Tyrese so that he will... Because he, like, hates Paul Walker. Right. And, and apparently, when Paul Walker became a cop, there was some kind of thing that, unrelated to that, went down with... Uh, Tyrese and then that's why he hates all cops including Paul Walker but yeah the the deal is is that if um, Roman Pierce will team up with Paul Walker uh, for to infiltrate this mob they'll, they'll clean their records and they'll be a free man and he doesn't have to uh, stay within 100 yards of his motorhome anymore you find out later in the movie that this big like thing their friendship was hinging on was like this big shaggy dog story he's just like it actually wasn't your fault at all man and uh, did you see a lost opportunity there? <laughs> yeah, I guess because there's like that. That's the thing I was confused about. Like, I I literally thought like through this whole movie, I I must have just missed why Roman Pierce hates Paul Walker. Like, I must have just like missed that fact. And then they have that scene on the the beach where Paul Walker's like all on Puma shit, and they like slap hands. Like, you know, it was Roman Pierce's <laughs> fault the whole time, and Paul Walker like smiles real big, and then like, they make out or whatever. It's really weird. <laughs> Maybe they don't make out. Maybe I made that part up. But is that as deep as it goes? Like, did anybody actually see anything else that Pappy and I didn't see there? I yeah, I don't know why he got in trouble. It didn't. He didn't even say that uh, Paul Walker was like the one that like snitched on him or anything. He was just like, "You're a cop, man." It's like, yeah, that's my job. That's what I chose to do. It's not my fault you got arrested or whatever. This is total Stevie question. Because this is What's like up? getting to the heart of the plot. What did what happened with Tyree? Do you think that he got all mad at Paul Walker? Because they don't explain it. When you got busted, you know whether I was a cop or not. You know if there's anything I could have done, you know I would have done it. And I just want you to know that. When I got busted, it wasn't your fault. 
cops all on me. Mr. Roman Pierce. Wildin' out crazy, man. No one can tell me nothing. Riding solo. Yeah, well, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore, bro. <laughs> so, the way I look at it is... Yes! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie Cannon. God, we have like I... a bumper that just goes the way I look at it with some music playing in the background. And so you get to go on doing it. these questions, <laughs> but I also kind of secretly love them. Um, when Cole Hauser, who we haven't even introduced yet, Josh, it's 18 minutes into this pod. Let's go. Um, it's when Cole, God, when Cole Hauser um, is like looking through their bios when they're like doing that test for him. Each of their names are in each other's bios, like from when they were younger. And like they're like arrest sheets and like rap sheets. So I imagine it is they were getting in trouble together and kind of living that outlaw life. And then eventually Brian became a cop and Tyrese was pissed. And it's just like, how can you become a cop and we've been through all of this? And that's why he doesn't like him. So there you have it, folks. Um, My see. take on it. Yeah. Is Cole Hauser related to John Favreau or do they just look the exact same? <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> Do they? Pretty similar. Yeah, no, I, I got same you. Hair. Kind of exact tall. same hair. Well, like, yeah, like it's wh- like it's more like a, a Money Mike John Favreau as opposed to a you know, <laughs> uh, Jungle Book director John Favreau. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, Josh. Eva Mendez. Uh, we haven't introduced her either, but she's been undercover, I guess, for eleven and a half months, and she's like kind of playing right hand man slash sleeping with the boss i think is that right mikey i guess she's in a <laughs> abusive relationship with uh cole hauser um i mean yeah. how bad of an fbi agent is she where she has to be undercover for a year when she knows everything about him and all of his secrets but what are his secrets? What is he doing? Because I have no idea. He's washing he's money guy. for the cartel. He's an importer-exporter, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got from it was uh, he has very expensive cigars that need to be. No, you're missing the, de- the deeper <laughs> meaning. It's He's going to the second exit, not the third. Didn't they <laughs> make that very clear in the final act? Ah. <laughs> Can I say something about these movies? They literally like pass through my brain so quickly and nothing <laughs> sticks. Like nothing at all. Like no details, no, nothing. Like, like I've done three any, in a row and I can't tell you which one movie was which. I didn't get any sort of money laundering vibes from Cole Hauser. I don't know if that was ever explicitly said at any point. Cole Hauser looked like he had to fart in every scene of this movie. Like he was Truth. just holding a fart the entire time. He is such a bad actor in this movie. That's an odd critique. <laughs> Well, you just look at his stupid face. He's not doing anything. He's not supposed to be a Hispanic guy, is he? He's supposed to be Argentinian. That's what I was about to bring up. How are they? Oh, my God. Are you serious? He's supposed to be Argentinian with that accent? Says Wikipedia. I was wondering that the whole time because I didn't know if. Yeah, but you guys didn't care that Christopher Lambert played Raiden. So who are you to get off on talking about that? Say what? I wasn't on that pod. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Pappy. On Stevie. Mortal Kombat, Christopher Lambert. Yeah, he played. <laughs> People can be fluid. You can play all sorts of whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Except for it's gingers. Bad. 
Except for gingers playing Argentinians. (laughs) (laughs) That is really funny, actually. Let's try to push the plot forward here. So one thing that stuck out in Pappy, I think they're trying to make movie the movie stand out by taking everything to the extreme. For instance, uh, Cole, his way of like torturing people is like straight out of I think the book 1984. Do you remember that part? Yeah, so apparently rats can steal through uh, or chew through steel beams. Um, and a, and if you put a rat on top of a detective in a, in a metal bucket, <laughs> it'll, he'll do whatever you want for him for, for at least a little while. And so, that, I mean, is that from 1984? It felt oddly familiar, but I don't... It's, it's in another movie. It. What is it? Uh, Heating kinda... up the bucket so the rat digs through you? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of from 1984, the book, but that cop that they torture, I think, is from San- Sons of Anarchy, I think. He's in it's that. from Dark Knight, too. He's in Dark yeah, Knight. He's yeah, he's in Dark Knight. Yeah. He's a pretty cool guy, but anyway, they they torture this dude, and apparently he's like part of the local PD, and he's going to create a 15-minute time window, and like this big job that's really the crux of the movie, I guess, is that Tyrese and uh, Paul Walker have to go get these bundles of money and make it to his getaway plane. Um, Gosh. Hey, not to go back to that (laughs) rat thing, but they also do that in Game of Thrones. That might be what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I think think it's like when Arya's with Tywin and stuff like that. Hmm. Kind of like around that area of the season, I don't remember. But Mikey, did you like those practical effects with the rat bites? Though they look cool, pretty cool. A white guy would come up with this type of torture. This is a, <laughs> totally a white guy move what? to use a rat. Uh, no, I hated everything about this movie. <laughs> didn't, didn't care for any of the practical effects regarding the rat. Can we talk about the dynamics of the party, though, where that torture is going down? It's like, I mean, every movie we've seen from this franchise has been kind of like sexually exploitive of women. But this movie like makes it more extreme. And it's just so bad. Like Mm. Paul Walker and Tyrese are like high fiving each other as they ogle women as they walk by in the party. It's like really strange. Yeah, we skipped over it in the beginning, but uh, one of the drivers is a woman, and she totally wrecks her car. And Ludacris, yeah, Ludacris offers to fix it if she comes over to uh, the garage to pay for it uh, personally. Is uh, his his uh, suggestion? There's a lot of stuff like that. It's just a little. Is Suki also in Sin City? It's like a ninja. As Miko? Yeah. Sounds familiar. Yeah, probably. Uh, Pappy, I was just wondering, could you loudly do an impression of what she sounds like in this movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll, I'll yes, she is in Sin City, though. Slap that ass! <laughs> she, seriously sa- she seriously says that in the movie. Yeah. So Brian and Roman have to take several duffel duffel bags of cash, dirty cash, I don't know, but somehow they need two cars for like 
six duffel bags. But anyways, they take them and they're driving and they've got a couple of uh, Kohlhauser's men with them. So they have to try to escape these dudes. Mm -hmm. Also deliver the money to save the girl. It's a high-speed chase. Uh, the, there's a bunch of cops around. I'm a, a little, I'm a little confused about all why there's so many cops. Yeah. Why didn't they just take an Uber and put these into, like, gym bags? <laughs> I'm sure nobody would have noticed yeah. at all. It's 2003, man. Just have Paul Walker take them in a Jeep Wrangler. Nobody would have batted an eye at that guy. Pappy, you've been tying together the cops thread this whole podcast so far. What's going on? Because, like, one, the FBI agent is, like, rooting against the cops, and he's, like, watching the TVs, and one cop is, like, staked out outside. Help us out. Well, to be honest, like, I had no idea the whole thing was about duffel bags full of money until they take a wall to this dude's trailer and reveal the money. And even at that point, I'm like, <laughs> this doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like none of this makes any sense. Like I, I don't know. I think to, to my understanding, apparently the, what is it? It's, it's the like commerce department. What is the, the government agency that's really leading this? It's like customs. customs. It's customs. Yeah. So I, I think what the movie is trying to do in what so many countless films have done better are show that the disconnect from between these different like government agencies where you know customs is kind of like the bad white guy how the fuck are you gonna shoot at me i'm a federal agent and then you have like the local pd who's corrupt and then you have like the good guys who are the fbi but these three things kind of come to a head at the trailer park where where the guy who had the rat chewing through him um (coughs) like he he doesn't he, what, wait, okay, what the fuck? He looks at a picture of his wife and then he calls in the order to chase. Is that what happens? I'm think- guessing he had a much bigger role that got cut way down. We see him being like, unfa- like unfaithful to his wife at that party that we talked about a little bit ago. So I guess it's like supposed to be a mini arc where he cheated <laughs> on his wife and now five minutes later for no reason he feels bad about it and we're supposed to connect those dots. But man. Good for him. Dude. Redemption. Make it a man. Fucking sucks. No idea. <laughs> I'm sure his wife will forgive him. And, and because of that, yeah, he feels guilty and says, "He's a don't don't move an inch until I fucking say so." And then, like five minutes later, he's like, "Okay, I say so. Go." And then they all like move in and do the do the chase thing. <laughs> I think one thing that Tokyo Drift three had even worse than this movie was at least Not there's possible. a couple there's a couple of. Stronger female characters than in that movie. Um, Eva Mendez never really accomplished much, and I'm not sure what hmm. she was trying to do. But <laughs> she also yeah. like takes a shotgun at the end and like hits Cole Hauser in the face <laughs> with it. And I mean, hey, if being an FBI undercover agent is just sleeping with the target and doing rails of coke. Yeah, uh, I think I could. Uh, I think I could be an FBI agent. Sign Mikey up. <laughs> Doesn't seem too difficult. Girl, you know your boy can help you put that file. Look at the bubble on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about the? Uh, Harpoon EMPs that the yes. government has. <laughs> Those are I, fake, right? 
Well, I'm curious about why the cops in 2003 are driving cars from 1995, but they have a 20 a 2012 EMT harpoon. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Dude, the cops I mean, look not- hilarious. They look like 80s cops, and like they would cut to yeah. a close up of a cop just like turning the wheel quick, ah, and, like burning. <laughs> <laughs> and then during this final chase scene, there's at least not one, not two, not three, but at least four times where. A police officer is being incompetent, and it leads to a Blues Brothers esque yeah. pileup of police cars <laughs> during this chase. Yes. It is so well, ridiculous. They're just like screeching down the road and like barely turning their wheels, and the cops like just all pile up for no reason. For no like, reason. Yeah, I. Uh, but you guys couldn't let go and just enjoy watching these cars and these dumb cops. No, like, I can't. Josh, around. die on this I hill. I cannot enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's right up your guys' alley, like bumbling no. cops and like everyone. The only thing that could have improved, like these like car chase scenes, is if they played the heat is on for every car chase. <laughs> just na 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 na, and you just hear the heat is on. It's the only thing that could have improved it. So as I teased earlier in the pod, um, there's like this huge Usual Suspects like M Night Shyamalan twist where it's the second exit instead of the third exit. And our heroes like eventually go there. Shyamalan twist. It's huge. Shyamalan. Get the fuck out of here. The twist is he accidentally missed the exit. <laughs> uh, so it culminates. Make a U-turn in- ahead. <laughs> what a twist! Culminates with Paul Walker and Tyree hitting a ramp, um, jumping. I would say about forty-five yards and landing into a yacht. Let's just jump into it. What problems did you guys have with this scene? They hit the boat. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? At least in Starsky and Hutch, they missed. (laughs) 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 Well, what I was... Yeah, I was getting at, like, they hit the boat. Like, what happened to all of his people? Like... Yeah, Eva Mendes should probably be dead, too. (laughs) They no, Josh, you're right. They were all killed instantly. That's pretty fucked up, actually. <laughs> wow. So they just like get a quadruple kill, like <laughs> running riot. My, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will give the film no credit, but I'll say that <laughs> that that effect was a practical effect, to my understanding. That that they took a crane. Lifted a fucking car up and just dropped it on a boat, and that's how they did <laughs> that shot. So it didn't look bad. You used that Vin was, Diesel money wisely. Good for you, <laughs> Mikey. What's that? There was only like two real stunt, two car stunts in this movie, and that was one of them. And it didn't look bad. And then the other one was in the previous chase where some guy gets like annihilated by two semis. He gets yeah, that was underneath the wheels and dies instantly. That was a pretty good stunt. Well, yeah, also the cool bridge guy. that they had to jump earlier in the movie. Ugh, that looked terrible though. That was Slap that ass. Yeah, that was a bad scene. 
Anything involving cars and going fast was a bad scene in this movie. <laughs> okay, she's driving a convertible at the beginning going 160 miles an hour, and her hair is holding still in Miami. Like, I noticed that right away. I was like, why isn't her hair moving? Why isn't her hair moving? Oh, yeah, this movie is completely CGI. Maybe she buys expensive gel, Stevie. <laughs> Not that expensive. The early, the early race scene is real bad. I mean, Mikey, you said it earlier. It looks like a PS1 game. It's it looks Midnight really Club terrible. Racing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like those like stand-up arcade games. Like that's th- This series inspired so many shitty race games. <laughs> Stevie. Josh. At, at the very end, <laughs> our, good, our good guys get their records cleaned, but what else do they get? <laughs> Money? Family? I, family? Respect? A paycheck to leave set for good? I don't know. <laughs> Jeez, Stevie, you're not playing along at all this pod. No, I mean, Josh, this this movie took my soul today. You don't understand. I think it took me all through work and some when I got home to get through this movie. Dude, I, I started watching this at 8 o'clock last night. I finished at fucking midnight. I had to take breaks. <laughs> it was so bad. I was like, I, I can't... Fo- I, I, I would watch 10 minutes and be like, I have no fucking idea what just happened for the last 10 minutes. And I have to rewind it. Be like, no, I don't want to do that again. And take a break. It's, it's so rough. Okay, but I imagine they get the cars, they get the money, um, they get family. What else, Josh? <laughs> they have this like weird takeaway where like, Tyrese is like, it wasn't just three duffels, it was six duffels. <laughs> Do you guys remember uh, that? Uh, it was real know, weird. And the customs agent like holds his hand like lovingly. It's like, what the fuck you... So Tyrese shot at him earlier and the customs guy hates him and because he produced three more bags, now they're like tight. It's like so weird. Like it's... It doesn't... And that customs guy, every 20 minutes was going, they're getting away! He's making a run for it! It's like, no he's not. We've been <laughs> no, through this before. Not. He's not. Pockets ain't empty, cuz. <laughs> and we ain't home here no more either, bruh. <laughs> and that is fast, too fast, too furious. <laughs> oh, man. I, like, started off preparing by taking, like, really complicated notes. And I got, like, halfway <laughs> through, and I was like... I'm not gonna do it that way anymore. So I hope that wasn't too bad. We're like 35. It's not that kind of movie. No, it's not. So. I do have a question. Is Too Fast, Too Furious, Josh, the embodiment of what you always thought this franchise was? Is this movie <laughs> why you were so anti ever getting into it at all? I think like those lines, like "We hungry." And like probably people started saying that in high school and college that I heard, and I <laughs> ju- judged them because I was a worse person then. So <laughs> you're I mean, fair. Yeah, That's fair. <laughs> I think that like Tyrese and Paul Walker, like they really act like high school bully jock type people in this movie. They're like super aggressive, testosterone, always trying to crash their cars into crap. American muscle. They literally like. Yeah, they like. That's my boy. They like knock the cops into this huge like bowling pin spin out, and they're like, yeah, and they like give each other the finger. <laughs> they're like driving backwards on the highway. The stair trick. We didn't talk about the stair trick. Ooh, the stair trick. 
Hmm? Tell us about when, the stage. Paul Walker is staring at Eva Mendez and driving a hundred miles an hour down a crowded Miami street uh, during the middle of yeah. fucking rush hour, risking no, no, thousands no. of lives. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty badass. Woo. Cool. I didn't want to bring in, bring up the super serious subject matter early, but like, I, I mean, I know, I know people who have literally perished because of people driving like that. And it's pretty outrageous. Um, well, I want to go back to like, even like the first fast and the furious where they're, they make a point of never showing anyone drinking a beer and then getting in a car, which is noble. But then if you're going to show someone doing shit like this, that's fucking irresponsible. It's insanely irresponsible. And like they take it a step farther in, in Tokyo Drift where it's high schoolers doing this. But man, what, when Paul Walker's doing that like stair trick thing, that's just not fucking cool. It really isn't cool in any way. It's really messed up, especially when you consider looking at it from 2019. He died five years ago from going too fast. And, and too furious. He never had his car. Oh my. Never had it. <laughs> Let's get into yes or no's before we go <laughs> any deeper like into this. Point. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, Brava. Give this the no it deserves. <laughs> I do not regret choosing the first Fast and the Furious movie to review on this podcast, but I do regret watching Too Fast, Too Furious. It's uh, <laughs> it's pretty bad, and honestly, like I'm surprised that they were able to bring back the series to where it's now on what like its ninth film. Um, yeah. After after this and Tokyo Drift, like it's pretty surprising that they were able to to resuscitate it and bring it back and to where. What the, do you mean? This made like eight times its money. I know. Did it but really? The, the yeah, the budget was seventy six million and it made two thirty six. But just like the quality of the movie is really terrible. I think um, it to me it watches like a crappy like. Uh, any drama movie or something like, like a shitty t- made for TV movie. Um, I mean, Ludacris is all right, but that's really like the only Ludic- redeeming part. It's a no. Uh, Stevie, let's just let you get it out of your system. Vomit up the hate. Let it flow. I'll say this. This movie made me appreciate Tokyo Drift so much more. Because the driving and car scenes are so much better in that movie than they are in this. Like, driving in Tokyo Drift is top-notch. This is just pure CGI. Cole Hauser cannot act. The writing is terrible. The story makes zero sense. And, like, you honestly could have cut 45 minutes off this film. Like, that's how bad the story truly was. It would have been an hour long. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. That's all you really needed in this movie. Um... Definitely the worst Fast and the Furious movie watched so far, and I think we're out of the really bad ones as far as I know. I mean, Ooh, Mikey, you're the potential. Fast and Furious guru. Like, do they get better? I would say four is like when they start getting better, getting fun. But I mean, I don't know if anybody's gonna want to keep going. It can't get worse. It cannot get yeah, worse. It can't than get this. worse than two. I think two. I mean, is I think this bad. is like bottom five percent movies <laughs> we've ever done on spoilers. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Josh, for picking this movie and make me waste my time at work and at home. Hard, hard no. Uh, Pappy, can you go next? And when you're giving your no, can you also give Stevie a little bit of humble pie about how he's 
flip-flops so easily. Oh, no, I have already prepared that. Stevie, you cheer. I was booing and you were cheering when this movie was picked. So it's, Did you not it's hear me late. say I was drinking? I don't. I'm drinking right now, bitch, and I still fucking hate this movie. <laughs> I, 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 I'm you, never Pat. not drunk on this podcast, ever. <laughs> and I was pissed. And I'm still pissed. I've given every one of these fucking movies a no. They're fucking gross. They're fucking exploitive. They're fucking irresponsible. They're fucking poorly made. And like, there's this weird like lane that these like intellectual film critics get in. We're like, oh, these movies aren't so bad. No, they are that bad. They are terrible. <laughs> I've given every movie in this fucking franchise a no. I'm giving this a fucking no. And we're ruining the fucking podcast by picking fucking Fast and Furious <laughs> fucking movies. <laughs> Fuck, I said I wasn't going to fucking yell. <laughs> this movie made $50 million opening weekend. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> opening weekend, domestic, 50 mil. Just crushed it. I'm gonna get evicted. I'm gonna get evicted because of this podcast and my yelling about these movies. But no, no, no. Mikey, can you bring us down a notch and give your <laughs> yes or no? I'm subdued. <laughs> uh, this is obviously not a good movie. So it's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be a no. But uh, I think anybody who says that. This is their favorite movie, or this is like their the best one in the series or in the franchise. I think uh, they're just contributing to the dirtbag culture in this country. <laughs> I don't think uh, they have yes, too many brain cells if uh, this is their favorite movie of all time. Um, <laughs> dirtbag culture. Uh, yeah, like everything we've said here, they're like super aggressive in this movie. They're all really dumb. Like if you if you saw like Paul Walker acting like this out in your everyday life as an adult, you'd be like, that guy does not have his life together, and he probably dates a high schooler. <laughs> oh, <laughs> both uh, those things are yeah. true. Yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. There's just something when you're watching these movies that it's like, yeah, these are all the scumbag losers from <laughs> high school that uh, were obsessed with their cars. Uh, and they love these movies. But uh, I hate this movie in particular. That's not to say I don't like the later ones. I think the later ones are just purely dumb, fun action movies. But this one is really, really bad to know. Are we going to read Brett's yes? Do we have a, a read for Brett? Inject it into my veins, please. I, I don't think we have one. Oh, he would have given oh. it a yes. Boo. I'm going to go. I haven't gone yet. I'm just going to give it a no real quick. I, the only thing that I think is interesting to consider here is how this movie is so bad, but yet it's not so bad it's good. Like I think Tokyo Drift hinted at at times. I'm not as emotional as Pap about it, but it's pretty angry and sometimes when you think about how much money is spent and how little creativity can go into a movie. $76 million. I think the series hasn't like started taking itself not seriously yet maybe at this point i haven't seen the later ones so i don't know like why they're better like you guys are saying but hopefully it starts to be a little bit more self reverent the plot is definitely there in the later ones there's definitely a story at least it's not great but there's at least a a through line throughout the whole movie this is just like scene to scene i don't know what's they going on they started writing this the day they arrived on set it really does. It really does have that it feel. Had to have. It had It makes 
It makes zero sense why someone would read this and green light it. Anyway, it's a no. So um, that's five no's, zero yeses. Spoiled. A maybe yes from Brett. <laughs> no. Just a gallon of old milk. Brett's on When's vacation the in the sun. <laughs> we haven't had a spoiled movie on this podcast in like years. Literally years. That's pretty impressive. It's a really bad Congrats, movie, Josh. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh. Yeah, Josh. Great. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with picking bad movies. It's good to it's good to know why movies are bad. Last time Mikey hosted, he was like, "This is spoilers. We'll review a movie, good or bad." He said, "Right, Mikey? <laughs> right? Yeah. Sticking to it." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who also didn't bring up that part in the movie where they're both on. Um, Eva Mendez and Paul Walker are undercover, talking about being undercover in a club full of bad people. <laughs> it was just yeah, pointless to get into plot like discrepancies because so ridiculous. What 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 about when there's a huge FBI like hide? They're staking out the like airport and they have a SUV in like prairie grass. Like let's move in. You guys, to do this is to be on the the beach and be like, why is there so much fucking sand everywhere? And just start punching around at the sand. Yeah, every (laughs) part of this is stupid and bad. I don't get it. This plot sucks. This movie sucks. Let's please move on as fast as possible. Trivia. (laughs) Who? Um, Pappy, you got an order for us? Uh, Well, Mikey was Tokyo Drift. Jordan was the first Fast and Furious, which really cool how he picked these movies out of order, guys. Way to make use of our format. Um, and then <laughs> Stevie. And I then, thought it was going to end with me. And then I the am first on, one, man. I am on the Schneid. Okay, so Pappy, you will go last. Um, Excellent. But the question is, I'm, are you ready, Jordan? So I'm, I'm first. Not. Mikey, Jordan, was, Stevie, Pappy. I'm recusing myself again. I can't host. Mikey, okay. Stevie Pep. Stevie Mikey, Pep. Stevie Pep. So this may be a disadvantage to go last, but you just have to go last anyway, Pep. Whoever gets it right cool. first wins. What is my favorite line what? from the what? Fast and Furious series? That's ridiculous. Everyone knows that. <laughs> You're just, just handing yeah, it. Just You're going to hand it to Jordan. I'm just joking. Man, it's not the real trivia. But Mikey, do you know it just for fun? You never had your car. <laughs> okay, that was just for me. Okay, you never had I, your trivia question. As much joy as that line brings you, Josh, it brings me that equal amount of hate and anger. <laughs> I'm trying to move on here. Your laughter just in seconds. Pissed. <laughs> Whew, okay. Pappy's apartment searching right now. I think Pappy on I, Zillow. I'm picked out of here. You may appreciate my trivia, because I want to bring this to a very serious note. I think this movie, uh, I wish everyone would just slow down on the road. Don't be aggressive. People that drive this like this a dark trivia question. are dirt bags. How fast over the speed limit was Paul Walker going when he crashed and died? Closest oh to. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Lighthearted. Is this a fact? Do people know this? So, okay, so Is he was going between two speeds, um, the coronary report. What's the difference? And I took the median between those two. So they also know, like, the mile per hour zone he was in. Well, it was one of those new electric Porsches. <laughs> those can go pretty fast. Say so he was going 185. How many over the speed limit? Oh, over the... I don't, uh, I don't know. 
uh, one, one, uh, 100 over the speed limit. Okay. Stevie. Okay, so he hit a palm tree when he died, if I remember correctly. And that thing just boomed. So, yeah. uh, Pap, I mean, Mikey, what'd you say? 100 over? 100 over, yeah. Man, that sounds right. I will go 78. Okay. Pappy? Um, give me the... <clears throat> Give me the under. I'll take 77. Okay, so I don't want to make light of Paul Walker dying. It's obviously horrible, but speeding and stuff, like going fast and driving, it's just really horrible. I have, like I said before, I know someone who's deceased because of that. It sucks. So anyway, Paul Walker was actually going 86 and a half. That's that average in a 45 zone. So you don't have to be going hundreds of miles an hour to be like super dangerous on the road. So he was going 41 and a half over. So Pappy. Pap wins. You do win. Thank God. No more of these movies. Oh, Fast and Furious. Here we go. Before we see which Fast and Furious movie Pappy picks, let's hit Spoiler Man first. Take it away, Spoiler Man. Take it away. <laughs> spoiler Man here. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcastspoilers. It's lit. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. Leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple and Google Podcasts. If you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Hobbs yeah, and okay. Shaw. Hobbs <laughs> and Shaw. I'm ready. You're off the Schneid, Pat. Congrats. Back to back Schneids. <laughs> Welcome back to Spoilers. Uh, Pappy, I know you thought long and hard. Yeah, a lot of people suggesting a lot of things, but what? A lot of people in my ear. Yeah. What did you decide to go with for our next podcast? Well, I, I owe two spoilers fans picks. Uh, you know who you are. You've reached out to us either on some social media, but sorry. <laughs> I'm not picking either of those. I've spent six <laughs> months since I picked, so fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I actually, it's weird how this show works because, like I said, I was on the Schneid previously and i got off of it when josh was hosting super bad and i said there were two movies mentioned in super bad and both of those are my next two pick uh one of them was attack of the clones and the other one was uh, uh mclovin you look like aladdin and so i think it's time to mm. do another animated movie i'm the only one who's done animated movies on this podcast so let's do the original version of aladdin and get excited for what's coming up in there Nice. Love it. I haven't seen it in a long, long time. 10,000 Let's do years. it. Since I posted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, Aladdin will be our next movie. What year did that come out? No idea. I'll tell you on the next episode. 91? <laughs> All right. See you next time. Thanks for listening. That was spoilers. Spoilers.